0: Welcome back to the Degenerated Podcast. Our draft is done. Uh, I hope uh, you all enjoyed last week's episode where uh, Mammon and I unveiled the keepers. That sort of set the stage. That was the idea for our big draft night. Uh, Big thanks to Simon uh, for for hosting the draft again. New location. Seemed to do the job. Very cool. Uh, And thanks to Graham and Anthony for coordinating that food as well. Well, uh, Well done, boys. Um, yeah, so season starts today, holy cow, uh, it's been a long summer, uh, I was quite excited, it, it, we talked about the draft day being like uh, like Christmas, well day one of the NHL is pretty good too, opening up that app and seeing some stats. Uh, fun fact of the day, I was at work and we have TV at work, uh, and I uh, it was like 4, 4.08, and I said to the office, I'm like, you guys know what happens in two minutes? And no one knew. And I was like, the NHL season starts. And I threw on the TV, threw on the Maple Leaf game. Great. I've got my new keeper starter. Uh, Freddie Anderson in net. Looks good. Toronto fans are going crazy. They've got Marner signed. Things are looking good in T.O. 25 seconds into the game. Brady Kachuk scores on Freddie Anderson. Thanks. Nice start to the season. There goes the shutout. Um, but that's that's kind of funny. That's how it goes. Uh, Leafs are winning as we speak, so uh, so, so that's alright. Uh, in this week's episode, uh, we are joined by Mr. Derek Bloomfield. Welcome, Derek Bloomfield. Hello. Nick How does it? Things are great. Things are great. Welcome to the podcast. This is your first time on...
1: This is my very first time on oh. It's actually really special to me, quite simply because what drew me to the league in the first place was listening to you, uh, your your party oh, So it's, you. a, it's a special feeling to be a first-time guest here.
0: Yeah, wasn't there something like you guys were, were you guys, you, you were away we're, with? You know,
1: so we're in San Antonio for uh, uh, the Rumble, and right. I guess you were doing the mid-season awards, ah. and... Uh, both Burke and DP were just hung right to hell, and so they took the morning to listen to the podcast and drew me in instantly.
0: Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And uh, you've been a welcome addition to the league. Um, yeah, it's, it's awesome having you in it. Um, yeah, maybe we'll, we should do that mid-season award one again. That one was... Uh, oh, yeah. That was that the was a
1: fan t- favorite of mine.
0: I was, t- I think, that was when I was just finishing being a principal at that school, and I was like, I was completely checked out, and I would just like show up <laughs> at work, and I was literally thinking of ideas to do on the po- podcast. First, I figured out how to. How to to make a podcast, record it, all that, then like uh, research and find the material, and um, yeah,
1: throwing ideas for your kids, right?
0: Exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, uh, so Derek had had a great idea, and uh, similar to a mammon having a great idea last week. Hey, maybe I don't have to have any ideas anymore. You guys can just come up with them, and then I'll just fucking. Yeah. Dance like a monkey for you. Just delegate you.
1: out, delegate <laughs> out, and we'll bring you to you.
0: Exactly, uh, but yeah. So in in this week's episode, uh, we are going to give you our draft analysis uh, and draft grades. Each team is going to get a draft grade as well. Uh, so we've both gone through um, the the, uh, the draft for each team. Um, we've highlighted some of our uh, favorite picks best picks and uh, some uh, some that we don't like uh, we don't know each other's um, answers uh, so that'll be interesting to to compare and contrast um, and yeah just disclaimer before I know we're gonna get uh, dB we are opening ourselves up to get absolutely chirped here right like
1: oh i I know full well going in like it's full chirping, and you know i i'm I'm throwing myself in blind in the air. first first episode ever on the podcast, and I'm just gonna get destroyed <laughs> yeah it just start by, by enough, criticizing everybody
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're criticizing everyone equally, and these are just our opinions you know um it, it is
1: literally mo- it is literally just our opinions, and our opinions matter. Well, to me, my my opinions gold, but to be honest, let's let's be, let's be frank here. Everyone doesn't, not everyone thinks we're making the playoffs, so mm-hmm. uh, my opinion doesn't necessarily matter. That's
0: right. Well, yeah. Well, but I, I think your opinion's gold as well, and, and and of course mine. But we don't want any uh, we don't want anyone crying over our our criticisms of their picks. By that, uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, let's hop into it. Um, let's start with uh, DP and Cody. Um, what was your thoughts on their uh, some of your favorite picks from, from their draft?
1: So, DP and Cody, to, to be honest, like theirs is a bit of a different one for me because I got the sense that they were going full kick-ass rebuild. Yeah. So, like I respect that approach, especially with last year. Uh, like, they had a shit year. And, sure uh, you know, I, I think they just embraced the rebuild, and so I get it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But for me, the the favorite pick for me was Matt Dumba. Mm, Matt Dumba for me, yeah. Getting you know the guy guys openly stated like he can get 20 goals. He's on pace for over 30 goals last year. Really? So you know, 12 goals in like 30 games.
0: Interesting.
1: So yeah, yeah. He's, what like it gets lost in the fact because he like he was injured for half the year. Uh huh. He's uh-huh. going to be like the offense will run through him, right?
0: So that was a great pick. Yep, uh, agreed, agreed. Uh, he's the man there in uh, in, in in Minnesota. And uh, what was his injury? Is there any concern of of coming back after missing that many games? I think it was his I think it was his knee. To be uh, I, who who needs those? That, but I think what's that? <laughs> who needs that? Who needs his knee? Only, yeah, who, honestly, <laughs>
1: like there's there's damage and yeah, He exactly. a yeah.
0: role. Yeah the 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 medical uh, the medical science on on knee operations now are just outstanding. You know, you come back oh. stronger, likely. Um, well,
1: well, it, yeah, he's it's, it's pretty
0: much like a genetic freak now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Better. He's You well, he, he may as well lock the yeah. Just put those thirty goals in in ink, right? Well, God. Exactly. When was the last time a defenseman had thirty goals? Can't remember. Is it Kevin Hatcher?
1: I think oh. it was like Kevin Hatcher.
0: I don't know. We're gonna to have to have. Uh, we're gonna to have to. Well, well, someone's gonna tweet us with that one. That's what uh, they always say on podcasts. For yeah, the, yeah, good. Hey, they they the can call
1: audience. us up. There's another thing they can call us out. Yeah, there.
0: someone will tweet us on that one. It probably happened last year, and we don't even know. Um, okay. Yeah. So so uh, my favorite. I, I, I I tried to go through and I either listed one or two of uh, favorites or worse or, or um, favorites or least favorites I suppose. Um, my favorite, okay, let me get this right. I really liked uh, Kale McCarr in in, in round three. Uh, Man, yeah, and sort of building on what you were saying about their re- rebuild uh, and, and and potential rebuild. You know they they. They drafted Jack. Hughes. like, like I didn't want to give too much credit for that pick because it's like a, it's sort of no brainer. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Right? And that's sort of how I was. These are also like, it's not that. Sorry, I should not sort of make a disclaimer. It's not always uh, that I love this player or, or hate the player that I'm about to say for the best and worst pick. But it's sort of where they where they were picked. It's all about relative for to sure. to to where they were picked. But I like McCarrin. Value,
1: value the, exactly. the value of the player base for their pick. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I really like McCarrin in uh, round three for them. Uh, top around, uh, top around three. Uh, but yeah, he's he's very very talented, and he's poised to be the quarterback and and uh, go to defenseman for years on on a up upsta- like upside team. Um, so now there is a bit of risk with that. Like there's a rookie factor. So maybe, uh, there might be a little bit of a learning curve this year, but I think for the long term, that's an excellent, excellent selection there. Um,
1: so yeah, the is my second choice, uh, for, for for their DP and
0: Cody. So yeah, so we both like the defenseman for DP and Cody, I guess this is more of a draft grade for DP as Cody was on a flight. Um, and good job, DP, staying awake for the whole draft.
1: Honestly, that's part of uh, you know part of the grade. He's, like his final grade actually heightens up based off the fact that he, his eyes were open for all of it.
0: That reflects that. That's good. That, okay, that's uh, it. Does it does reflect that's a good? And it also
1: cut into it a little bit because his pee bag was next to my shoes the entire time.
0: <laughs> that thing was a monster of a pee bag.
1: That that thing had me nervous all night.
0: Two liters of pee. And then, and then how about you and me yeah. walking, to, walking to the uh, DB and, and DP and I, DB, DP, and I uh, met up on Main Street there prior to the draft, had a couple beers, and then we were going to make our way to the draft together. So we uh, hopped in a cab. There was the protest that day downtown, so we were worried about getting a cab and traffic and everything, and we didn't want to be late. So we left maybe like 5.30ish, something like that, and then the cab was the cab driver that we got told us like look your best bet is to get out and take the transit it's fucking chaos downtown. So so we hopped out we we ripped over to the to the liquor store at, at canby Broadway and then we get back to the uh the the the, the canby and Broadway train station. And DP was would be standing at the at the stoplight, and and then he like tap us, me, me and Derek on like he, like elbow us. It's it's right in, at rush hour. There's there's thirty people standing at that stoplight, and he's got the his his lever open on his uh, on his catheter tube, so he's now like just peeing out the bottom of his pant leg, and the giant puddle and just a puddle puddle. Just a puddle. I thought that uh, was like a, I like I thought that was pretty funny. But then, when he did it again on the platform of the Sky Train, <laughs> that was excessive. <laughs> like, that's that's in
1: liquor. I'm pretty sure he did it in the liquor store, too. <laughs> you know, somebody'd be up because he'll, he'll do his lean so he can adjust his, his pant legs. Yeah. I'm doing air quotes here. <laughs> um, and like then all of a sudden, he'll just keep walking, and then you know where he's going because you just look down this droplet thing.
0: I know. So good. Um okay well look, yeah uh who who did you not like? What were some of the what were the worst picks for uh, D P and Cody there? Uh
1: so my g m will probably validate this choice for me because just 'cause we we, we had him and it was infuriating. TJ Oshi.
0: Oh yeah, I had him last year too. Yep.
1: Uh yeah. So you know the pain. The pain yep. of him showing up for like two weeks and then just disappearing until February.
0: Yes, and he he's yeah, he's so frustrating to own because he's good, and he's oh so, so good. He's undroppable, and he's on power play one in a on a sick power play. Um, he tends to not get assists, which is you know like you can sort of live with that. But then when you look at the right. end end product, it's like what am I? What's going on here? Yeah, I know that feeling of frustration.
1: Yeah, he like at this point, I will never. Vouch for selecting T.J. Oshie unless the league were to vote shootout
0: goals. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? That's his specialty. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I, did, I I had two here, but yeah, I'll just pick one. Uh, I guess I was a little critical of Lindholm in round two, mm-hmm. uh, which is a and, and round two for for DP and Cody. Keep in mind, is the thirteenth overall pick. Um, not that I don't like him as a player, like I mentioned before, but. Uh, I feel like his value is really tied to staying on that top unit in Calgary, and uh, things happen. I mean, he managed to stay on the line all year last year, and and things panned out. It was, it was cash money for Simon, uh, but if something were to happen, I know that uh, Matthew Kachuk just signed a new deal. Maybe they might want to... Give him a shot up there with with uh, Monahan and Goudreau, which I think would really affect his value. I don't. I I tend to like to have those guys on my team. Those like uh, those guys that play with like the two best players, but they're maybe not that good themselves. Just because you can yeah. sometimes nab them off waivers or draft them late, but sort of reaching for him that early. If it pans, if he stays with them, great pick. But there is that, that chance that he might move off that line, in which case I think his value would suffer.
1: Yeah, I mean, under the scenario you explained, I totally see that. I, I mean, personally, I didn't, didn't mind the pick just because I, I just foresee him staying with the line, but yeah. barring injury. And, you know, if he stays at the line, it's, you know, 70 points is, is yeah. I don't want to say guaranteed, but Pretty you're much. looking around that, right? So Totally,
0: totally. Uh, okay, what was your overall uh draft grade for for D P and Cody there?
1: So I graded them a B. I, I again I respect their approach, right? So they you know, they went re- rebuild and you know their selections reflected that. So you just spoke to McCarr, you 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 they take Brady Kachuk, first goal of the year, man. Yeah. Uh you know, they they've got some good things to be excited about and I don't think it needs playoffs this year, but I don't think they drafted for playoffs this year. So I give them a B based off their
0: strategy. Okay, Uh, I gave them a C plus. Um, It's close to you. Uh, One thing we didn't talk about before was uh, how, like, what our curve was. So, right, like, like, uh, like, if you, like, I didn't give out any Fs, and I think I only gave out one A. But, um, but yeah, I'm a a little more in the middle. But that's fine. I gave him a C plus. Um,
1: So I have no F. And 1A also, so... Oh,
0: okay. So maybe we're close.
1: Yeah, I think we're pretty similar. Like I said, I think we we want to avoid as much criticism as possible, so right. no less.
0: I know, I know. Exactly. In
1: all seriousness, like, most people did a pretty good... Like, there's a pretty good draft for most people,
0: so... You think we should be sort of good at this by now?
1: <laughs> yeah, right? After a few... You know, rides around, you'd think like, yeah. the drafting thing it, it's gotten a little bit better for
0: everyone. You'd think. And the hours spent on it during the season. <laughs> like, yeah, you'd think we'd be good. Like, Like, for example, fantasy football drafts, I often just fucking start looking at it the day of. And it's just like, all right, I got to figure everything out today. And I haven't even thought about fantasy football in so long. But with this league, it's much more. On my radar all year, and then uh, and and then of course leading up to the draft, I feel like I'm more prepared. But um, yeah, okay. So B for B and the C plus for for, for DP Cody. Um, should we move on?
1: Yeah, let's move on. Okay.
0: Uh, how about um, let's go to uh, Graham. What are your Graham. thoughts on Graham? Okay. Well, honestly, Graham
1: Graham is a pretty good. Uh, Pretty good draft, also. Like, best pick for me was yep. Andreas Johnson. Ooh, yeah, he got him Andreas John, Yeah, I mean, he got a twenty goal score in the seventh round, like, and it's a, like a rookie. So he's a rookie last year. Uh-huh. This year, you know, playing with Matthews, he's on PP one right now. That's that's for me, like early pick of the year candidate.
0: Yeah, if he uh, yeah PP one line, Ly- and then he's also playing with. Isn't he playing with Matthews and Nylander? Yeah, yeah. So that's not a bad little set of line mates. Like, uh, and then yeah, PP one in Toronto. That thing is a fucking that that thing was clicking at like twenty seven percent last year. If they can even come close to that, and he can stay there, then hell yeah, that is an absolute steal and potential keeper. Right? Yeah, the, the, exactly. There's that. I mean, abs- that kind of
1: fits exactly what you're saying about Lindholm, right? Like right. Lind- you get Lindholm in the seventh round, you're you're absolutely laughing. Right? I think, totally. Like,
0: Janssen's kind of the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. It, it, nail, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It, exactly. So so if Janssen gets d- moved off that line, eh, it was a seventh round pick, right? Like, fuck, whatever. Yeah. But uh, but, yeah, exactly. but but even if he spends half the year there, he can. Uh, he can he can ride that wave for a while and sort of keep him on his radar, or, or maybe gets moved off that line and he benches him on on uh, on Saturdays or who knows. But yeah, I like that pick as well. Uh, my favorite of Graham's um, was uh, Carter Hutton in in round five. Ah. Yeah, the 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 infamous Carter Hutton rule. So <laughs> now he 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 was kept last year by Clark. He signed last year in. Uh, In Buffalo was a free agent, bit of a bust, bit of a bust. But Buffalo overall was a bit of a bust. Um, So, still Buffalo has a lot of young talent. So I I feel like people say this about the Sabres every year that this is going to be the year that they actually put it together and 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 make a run for the playoffs. Uh, But but they've got I feel I figure they have to be better than last year, and so does Hutton. I think that he has to be better than last year. I, I don't see much competition for him in that in Buffalo, so he'll get starts. Um if he, even if he can get those uh those numbers down a little bit to to where he was uh when he was back in was it St. Louis he came from? Hutton? No. Yeah, St. Louis. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was St. Louis. Yeah, he was very good as a uh, as the backup and uh, then when he had to be a number 1 in St. Louis and then once he sort of had all that pressure that maybe that got to him a bit. But uh, I like that there and also considering where he went in relation to the other goalies. I thought that uh, a number of goalies went in around four and three that um, I think that Hutton will outperform over the season. So I think that that was a nice pick by Granny. I see
1: like I avoided quite a few of the selections for goaltenders just because, like, it's so volatile. Totally. Like, you you expect big years from this one, and then it just doesn't happen. Like, we expect a big year from Hutton last year. It just didn't happen. So, there wasn't a lot of goaltenders. To be honest, I think only one where I said, you know, this was their best pick. Uh-huh. uh and I just kind of avoided goaltenders altogether. Oh, to, in saying that, I didn't really highlight any goaltenders as the worst pick, just because again, I you never know. You never goals. know.
0: Yeah, it's a good point. It's a yeah, it's a really good point. It's uh, it's one of those positions where, um, and we were talking about this when we were walking up to the draft, the three of us. Like, it really is team dependent. So, so if the team true. if the team catches fire and and uh, they start playing like a unit in front of the goalies. Like, not only are they going to allow uh, lower quality chances against, but they're going to score more goals for you to win the game. So it just all sort of goes uh, like that. But, um, yeah, what what didn't you like from Grammy? Uh, Graham
1: Grammy's another one I thought had a pretty good draft. The one area, the one pick, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Grammy can – can admit to this, considering he asked me what I thought of the player. Was Maxime Comtois? Oh,
0: okay, yeah.
1: Maxime Comtois Anaheim Ducks. If you're selecting anyone from the Anaheim Ducks this year, particularly, like, yeah. you you better know what kind of player that person that he's going to be because it's going to be a rough ride. And like Comtois on their third line, mm. and their first line players might get you
0: know what, 48 points? So what is the third line player going to get? Yeah, let's see. Very low. He was the guy, he uh, he was on the World Juniors last year. He was. that. He guy. was. Yeah, so uh, you got he you got a little bit of press there. Um, yeah, he got him late, so it's not a huge risk for him to take a flyer on. Maybe he starts out hot out of the gate, but yeah, I, I, I see that as someone that Graham will probably eventually drop. Um, yeah, so good call there. Yeah. Uh, I I I also thought the Graham had a good overall draft. Uh, I, I guess the one that the one that I didn't like was uh, Josh Bailey in round eight, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's just a residual me thinking that Josh Bailey, the hype over Josh Bailey, was absolutely ridiculous when uh, he got traded for a first rounder in our league, and
1: yeah, I'm pretty sure I remember that. I think that was when we got the first rounder. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that was, the, yeah, the Josh Bailey sweepstakes. Yeah, the sweepstakes, is yes.
1: a big deal.
0: And I think I remember when I
1: was that day.
0: Yes, that was quite a good, yeah. If you can get in first rounder for Josh fucking Bailey, that's an absolute epic steal. Um, yeah, and, and I'm not very bullish on the Islanders' offense in general. So, uh, yeah, I, and he got him in round eight. But, you know, overall nothing... Too terrible. I, I also pe- I penciled down Kessel at the third overall pick. Not nothing totally against Kessel, but I just there was someone else that I would have taken with that pick that I thought was sort of glaring as a as a much better really? player. But uh, we'll get to that.
1: Who was that? Who, who did you think was the better overall player?
0: Well, we'll talk to that. He he's one. Of, he's on my best pick list. So so we'll Sorry, get there. so we'll get to him. Um, uh yeah, what was your overall grade for Graham?
1: So I I graded Granny with a a B plus. Okay, just like it was a solid draft, and he just he's focusing on best player available. Uh, uh, I felt like for me personally, even though I didn't say it was his best pick, yeah, because uh, I like I like better. Kessel was the best player available in my mind, so to get him kind uh-huh. of like cemented for me like Granny as a contender. So
0: yes. And I also felt like I was sitting beside Graham during the draft. Well, I should say my pick. I I, I graded Graham as a B. So uh, again, <laughs> again, we're close. Um, and and yeah, it was uh, sometimes like when you're in the draft and you just notice like there's guys will make picks and you're like, ooh, good pick, or oh, that's terrible. Like you know, you just sort. Right. But but then you move on to the next one, and the next one, next one, and then you know, there's I don't know how many we have hundreds of. Well, not quite hundred. Maybe about 100 guys get drafted, right? And uh, I was sitting right next to Graham and I found, I told him after I thought he had a good draft just because every time a name came out of his mouth, I was kind of like, yeah, like, yeah, good pick, good pick. So uh, good, solid draft by Graham. Uh, Yeah, let's move on to Clarky.
1: Clarky.
0: Uh huh. You want to lead the way here? Yeah. What's, uh, so, Clark. So, so I I just mentioned fantasy football about showing up uh, sort of un unprepared. I, th- <laughs> I think I think Clarky Clark, may have may have uh, been a little sort of underprepared this season. Uh, he's got a lot going on. Two two young kids. He even said that when he walked in that he's uh, that he just started looking at it today. But uh, yeah. So, what was your uh, thoughts on, on uh, let's talk about his, his best picks. What was your favorite one of his?
1: So, yeah, let's, let's start with the positive here. The positive here, I, I was a fan of the Nico Heischer pick.
0: Oh, yeah, I had that written down as well.
1: For, yeah, for me, like, Hughes shows up, Subban shows up, uh, Hall is back. Out of all those, like, the, the missing factor here is, Heisher stands to benefit the most with all those guys
0: there. 100%.
1: So you you have Heisher and Hall on the same line now back, and then all of them are on PP1. So you get like a 60 point floor guy in the seventh round. For me, like that's a huge win.
0: Not to mention a, a former first overall. Uh, draft pick in the, exactly. In the real anyhow. exactly
1: like he hasn't even picked, there's there's more to tap in there right and now he has more help to like achieve it. like sixty point four should be like that should be a no brainer for
0: him yes and uh, yeah he took him if I remember correctly he took him back to back with Nolan Patrick who went and they went back, yeah and they went back to back in the real draft and I remember he drafted Patrick first and now and I remember thinking like oh, like I didn't like that very much. Cause it's Patrick might be like a sort of third liner in Philly. I pictured and maybe gets a little bit of PP two time. Uh, and then he, and then he followed up with he and I loved it. I was like, well, yeah. so I didn't like the Patrick one so much, but I really did like the he Um, that sort of ties in to mine. I had him, uh, penciled in as, as well as one that I like, So I totally agreed. And, uh, I think you hit the nail on the head talking about him, but uh, line mate, linemate, uh, Kyle Palmieri. So yeah. he had him in the fourth round, a little bit higher than than sure, but he's got that wing eligibility. And Palmieri is sort of the vet uh, on that on that New Jersey Devil team, uh, and and really he like he's the, the uh, not only in age, but he's been there the longest. So, like in their top six forwards, you got Taylor Hall, who's only been there a couple years. Uh, he sure, like we said, he's what his th- th- this will be his second year, um, and then uh, and then Paul Mary, who who's been a Devil forever, and then on that line too, the, there's Gusev, uh, Jack Hughes, and and uh, Wayne Simmons, who are all new faces to uh, to the Devils. So. Paul Murray, he's, he, he's, he's a steady, steady scorer, and then now he's got a lot more top end talent to play with, similar to what you said about Heashier. So, um, yeah, our, our minds are on the same page there with Clarkie's best picks. And, fun,
1: yeah, funny enough, Paul Murray is my second choice oh, for just go. that reason. The only reason I picked Heashier is because, you know, the seventh round versus fourth round. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, well, those were about the only ones I liked, of course. <laughs>
1: yeah. You, you kind of you spoke to the one for worst player choice.
0: Uh, yeah, for but, me. What do you have for his worst player?
1: Uh, so Nolan Patrick. Oh, you did? Um, okay, yeah. Was, yeah the pick above was 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 my choice, so, and I mean you kind of spoke to, uh, you know, third line center. You kind of spoke to, you know. What with Kevin Hayes being there, like he's kind of stuck in like third line hell, right? Like, what is what's going to be his, you know, yeah. numbers and such? Like, where is he going to fit in any power play thing
0: totally. for
1: me? And I guess it speaks to you know, a, a, being a dad and you know, not having the time. Like he, like Nolan Patrick's out week to week with like a migraine syndrome. Yeah, so,
0: that's he's he-
1: not even playing for six to eight weeks. Yeah, you can't.
0: If you're missing games because of fucking headaches, that's not good. Grow up. Yeah, well,
1: that's reason for you know maybe not to draft him.
0: Yeah, Um, but yeah, uh, yes, my my worst one for him. uh, I went with his first round pick, uh, Mister Jonathan Quick. Uh, So Mm. now, Jonathan Quick. Borderline Hall of Famer. He's got quite the resume, uh, but I've, he really dropped off statistically a lot last year. Uh, like uh, save percentage and goals against, LA was terrible. I don't see them being much better this year. Um, and then so, and then plus he has a little bit more like the competition with Jack Campbell. Uh, Jack Campbell's. A year older potentially could steal some games. Uh, and like you mentioned before, Derek, the, the goaltending could be so volatile that just with that for like for that first round pick, I'd rather have something that I could feel a little more secure about. Uh, yeah, he, he only kept one goalie, which is the cl- and, and that's the classic sort of d- uh dilemma, right? That sort of forces. His hand. I mean, he, he keeps one extra skater. So in so in theory, his skate his keeper skaters are better than all of ours. Uh, but uh, yeah, it really sort of pigeonholed him into into uh, reaching for a goalie there. But even if it was me, I, w- I I don't think he would have been my choice in the first round if I had to uh, pull, uh, take a goalie there. So,
1: so who would you have taken in the first round? So you had to pick because he had he took the first goal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. Me, so,
1: like, who who's your choice?
0: Let me look at it here. Uh, I my, the first one that comes to mind is Varlamov, wh- right. who 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 you guys got two picks later. Wait, who we
1: took? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then I'm just scrolling down. No goalies went in the second round, and then yeah, I think I'd rather have Lundquist, of a, a veteran in New York. I feel like New York's got a little more upside. Uh, Mike Smith went in round. Three, I think I'd rather have. That's a tough one, Smith or 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 uh, or Quick. There, um, again, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. But I, I guess okay. Well, my fast answer is Lundqvist and Varlamov. I'd, I'd rather have those two, sort of veteran goalies, probably non keepers, on like somewhat decent teams, probably fighting for playoff spots as opposed to. Uh, the write-off Los Angeles Kings, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, what was there's,
1: the, some, there's something to be said about like if you're not going to keep two goalies, might as well go full out on offense and try and outscore your problems.
0: That's totally true. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what he's doing. He he he's been trying to to outdrink his problems for a while, just drowning himself in red wine. But so the, so this will be a new new strategy for him. Um, what was your, uh, grade for, for Mr. Mike Clark there?
1: So, uh, Clarky gets one of my two C grades. Okay. And I mean, to be fair though, like when you only have one pick in the first 38, like you're not going to get a high grade. Yes. Like you had one pick out of the first 38. So like. I think you kind of know where the direction's going to be when everyone's had like two, three, sometimes four. Five. In your case, you have, like nine picks, by right? There. So, right. So your grade is obviously going to be higher than his, and uh, you know, then when it comes down to it, there's a few picks that you know may be questionable. So, yeah, C. Yeah, I gave him a C minus.
0: Yeah. Wow. Again, we're close. Uh, yeah, probably my only was he my only C minus. Yeah, he's my only C minus. Um, but uh, yeah, and I I, I I don't know if I really if I consciously thought about do I give do I grade harder on the people that have higher picks or do I sort of give a little credit to the people that are pulling smoke and mirrors together that that that, that don't have any I don't even know if there's any rhyme or reason but he ended up with a C minus on my grade but uh, again. We will see, and uh, hey, it's just an opinion. It's just an opinion, right?
1: Um, I, I will. I will say this though: when it comes shoot. down to it, like because he's got quite the keeper strength, and he was at the draft looking yeah. for uh, looking at Macar Burke. Burke was asking when I was talking to him about uh, my grades. He's he's at wondering Latang plus plus for Farmer. Who said no?
0: Look, say that again, Latang plus.
1: Latang plus plus. For farmer, who says no,
0: what do you mean what's plus plus
1: so like you add plus plus like you're adding on Letang, plus something else plus something else for oh. for uh the farmer as d p called
0: it I see, I see, I see, yeah, who says no there well, I know that the clerk he offered Letang his keeper from Macar straight up after Macar was drafted uh, like instantly instantly that's going to make d p feel good, but he declined um yeah. Uh, Macar, yeah, Latan could very well be better than Makar this season. Probably will be, but uh, I think
1: that's assumption. Yeah, yeah,
0: if he stays healthy. But keeper wise, gotta remember it's a keeper pool, gentlemen. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that's a good, that's yeah, a good thought. Um, yeah, shall we shift? Let's shift. Okay, okay. Moving on to um, let's do. Uh, should we save? Let's save us for the end. Um, let's do, uh, Corey and Tony.
1: Corey and Tony. Yeah. Okay. What, uh,
0: what was your, let's start with their worst pick just to mix it up for fun. Their
1: their worst pick. Okay. So their worst pick I have as their first pick of Pierre-Luc Dubois.
0: Ah, the worst pick.
1: Now for me, like, let, let me, let me, some context here. Yeah. I loved their draft. Like their draft was great, I thought. I, so this is for me. It's like nitpicking,
0: right? Yeah. I uh, I also had him penciled in as my least favorite too. Him and another guy. So I'll say someone else. But um, yeah. I, and I agree with you. They, they they got one of my highest grades as well. So it was a bit of a nitpick. Dubois, yeah. But what do you like about him?
1: Well, like the question for me is like, UDA 55.1 C playing for tours?
0: Or
1: is he at 70 to 80 points at 1C? So right. if it's
0: a former, like a, that, that that's a little too high to pick him at. Yes. Yeah. And also, um, I feel like losing Panarin in that offense, just, yeah, that'll hurt overall. Like, he's he was that's the true. best player. So uh, there was probably... A number of goals or assists that uh, Dubois either got on, um, even straight through the power play, just by virtue of playing with a guy like that, and and then you take that away. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, My my least favorite uh, was Jimmy Howard. Um, Now they got him in the eighth round, uh, so. Very late for to to get a starting goalie. Granted, starting goalie, and they were very proud that they have four of those, so they're not going to have any problems getting their games played. Good job, boys. Uh, the one thing that I was critical of is that uh, Howard's getting on in years as well, um, but and, and, and Detroit, I don't think is going to be very good. So yeah. that the combination, like some, like, not all starts are are good starts we've all started goalies before where we're like fuck i wish i didn't start that guy I just ruined my week um so it's that was like, essentially
1: every week for us <laughs> yeah
0: exactly uh, but yeah at least uh at least Corey and tony got 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 their shitty starter in round eight where clarky got hit got got his in the first round you know so it's a little bit different do
1: you take howard over quick
0: no i think i take quick
1: Oh, okay but oh, okay. but so honestly not there. that
0: far off, but like they're, they're within the conversation <laughs> that's what I'm saying like they're 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 sort of in the same uh grouping for me, but I just think I would just go with quick because I think that he has more raw talent and that might and that might get him those extra saves and and, and those better numbers over the over the course of the season but yeah, could happen um. Could yeah, how about their best pick? What do uh, What do you really like? Uh,
1: well, so I was going to say Bufflin, but if he chooses to retire, like that's a dead pick, so I didn't go there. Yeah. Uh, so I went with Krovarov.
0: Krovarov, okay, yeah.
1: So, Krovarov for me, like he had, he led the league in goals for defensemen two years ago. So did, did to he get really that type of player? He did. So two years ago, at seventeen goals.
0: Fuck me. So to get
1: that type of production in the eleventh round is for me like that goal.
0: Yeah, that is. Didn't I? Did I trade you Provorov last year?
1: You sure did.
0: Yeah. Okay. I was thinking that I drafted him, and I've, I've definitely had shares of him. Uh, yeah, that'll be dependent, and, and he could very well uh, take over on that PP one. Like Ghost is Easier. a fucking roller coaster of a person to own. So um, yeah. What do you think? Do you think he could get that job?
1: Oh, I, I think I think Provorov takes over eventually. Like their their future is Provorov. There was conversations of the offseason trading for trading away ghosts, right? So well, if that go. means, like, what does that mean if he was the PP one guy and now they want to trade him? Yeah, they must be thinking Provorov is going to take over eventually.
0: Totally, totally. Yeah, even just hearing those rumors makes you think that they have a lot of confidence in in, in going to him um yeah yeah it's a good pick uh my my favorite pick of theirs was uh the one that i referred to er- er- earlier their first round pick um i took zbanaj Z- with my with the fourth overall pick I, I, but i i really <laughs> struggled to not take this guy and I might end up- re- uh, regretting it uh they got uh philip forsberg in in, in right. round in round one, which I thought was like, honestly, I thought he should have been capped, and then I could see obviously with the Caco Hughes thing, him not going one two, but then he kept he kept dropping, and uh, one of them was a choice by me, uh, but yeah, and then he kept going, kept going, so I think that they 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 might have got the best uh, player in round one, and they drafted halfway through it. So I think that's a nice... Yeah. I think they, they they must have been quite happy when
1: he was available. Yeah, honestly, like, I, I honestly thought, like, that, that ties into my grade. Yeah. For me, Forsberg like, the second-best player available. So to get him at seventh, that was probably the, like, biggest steal of the first round. So I totally agree there.
0: Yep. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'll, what was your grade for him?
1: So Corey and Tony the only team to be graded in A. Cool. And it just for everything I said, there's a to get Forsberg where they got Forsberg to get someone like uh, Provorov in the eleventh round who could potentially take over a power play that that could be dynamic. And I didn't really see a lot of reaches, right? So yeah. they just kind of kept to they kept within their pocket. They they drafted well, and like it showed. it was a it was a great draft. They killed it.
0: Yeah, and like by by doing this exercise, like a mentioned before you guys uh or or you did yours first so i was like okay well i got to go through it and then it's like fuck i got to pick a bad pick here like you're sort of like grasping at straws a little bit and, and yeah that and,
1: that was me with dubois like yeah. that's a good player like he's going to be a good fantasy player so for me like that's nitpicking
0: and i gave and i i said a starter in round 8 so how bad is that really yeah yeah exactly um yeah so my uh, my grade we we are very uh, a lockstep here, but we haven't matched yet. I give them a B plus. So, wow. yeah, I thought that they were among the best uh, drafted teams of the year. Mm. So, uh, there we go. Uh, let's shift. Let's shift to uh, Jay Elliott. Okay, um, do you want to start with his best ones? What'd you like? Sure, a, sure. It's
1: not one for me. I, I thought round two was his best pick. So his entire round two was, you know, he got he Listed got off. two top round talents.
0: Uh, so by so, your, yeah, he,
1: he got Pavelski.
0: He had two picks there. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. And
1: Kyle Connor
0: back to back.
1: Back to back. So to get uh, Pavelski and Connor there, um, like Sick. those are our first round talents, and to get that in the middle of the second. Like, that's a no-brainer, and that's, that's great
0: drafting. Absolutely sick. I uh, I agree. Connor was the one I have on my list here, uh, and obviously part of that is because he did sign. Um, although there is rumor that Jay didn't know he was a UFA, or, a, or an unrestricted uh, or I should say <laughs> a, a restricted free agent. Um, but yes, that is an absolute steal there, I think. Uh, and Pavelski, I agree with you. Uh, I thought that the, the Pavelski could have gone. When I saw that he was not being kept, I was like, "Oh, that he." There's another first rounder there, because for, yeah. for 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 teams that are think that they're set on keepers, right? Like you 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 look at your team and you're like, "Ah, oh, well, those guys are fucking cash money. I'm going to keep those same guys next year." Adding a guy like 34 year old Joe Pavelski is a great move, right? You get those stats and and you, and you don't have to feel bad about. Uh, not keeping him the following year. Not keeping him, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're we're i have total agreeance there on on Jay's best pick. So round two, well done, Jay. Uh, what didn't you like from Mister Elliot? Uh
1: you know, he had a pretty good draft. Generally, the one guy that really stood out. I'm not a huge fan of Derek Stepan.
0: Okay. And yeah.
1: the thing that really highlighted like kinda emphasized it was like Derek Stepan, to me is like a lesser version of Bo Horvat. Uh-huh. And Jay also drafted Bo Horvat, so why draft a lesser version of him?
0: Yeah, I I like the comparison to Bo. They're like they're they're guys that that have a very low ceiling. Right. Yes. Like they're not gonna they have no chance of fucking cracking ninety points, either of those guys. Not a chance.
1: Right. Uh,
0: and to be honest, Stepan, no chance of cracking 70 in my mind. So. Yeah, and Bo, yeah, like 8-70 would be quite impressive for Bo as well, I think. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I, I think that's a, a, a good comparison. Uh, and and also, yeah, Stepan in the desert, that, that team might struggle scoring. Maybe he gets a little luck with uh, lining up next to Phil the Thrill, but yeah. He's a good, guys like that are, I think, better real-life hockey players than fantasy players.
1: Exactly. Well, honestly, I was going to, like, in terms of numbers, Stefan was, like, a top 10 player for zone entries in the attacking zone. Oh, there you go. Except we don't have a category for that, so he's, like, useless for fantasy.
0: Right, right. i got to be careful about bringing that up. That's going to get uh, added to the rule changes for for, for next year. Uh, cause... I hope so,
1: because then I'll target Stefan.
0: <laughs> Stefan first overall. <laughs> then Jay will be laughing. Um, yeah, so with my worst ones for Jay, sort of a combo here. You already mentioned Bo Horvat, round three. Um, I just – I love Bo Horvat, the future captain of the Vancouver Canucks, I, I think. Uh, but for fantasy, I just think that's too high. That's too high and a bit of a homer pick. Uh, and then I also said same thing, JT Miller, round five. Um J- JT Miller I've owned over the years but he's always been the type of guy that uh get he's first of all I liked his versatility center left wing right wing I'm not sure if he still has that but uh JT Miller was always a guy that can kind of be the the, the fifth best guy on a power play it's the play with the two good good line mates so he might line up with uh Pettersson and and uh, Besser for a while, but they also brought in Furland, and I don't see them there all year, a la Lindholm. So I just think that for round three and round five, um, those are too high. And I also think that if they weren't Vancouver Canucks, Jay wouldn't have taken mm-hmm. them. So. Yeah, no, I
1: agree. There's a Homer stack to them there, yeah. right
0: there. Yes. So uh, the, that's my criticism. Uh, what's your grade for, for uh, Jay?
1: So you kind of you kind of hit my criticism right there—the Homer stack of Horvat Miller and Edler—oh, kind of, Edler. yep, yeah. you know, just slaps in the face a little bit. That you know that that's a lot of eggs in a pretty bad basket. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So
1: I go, I got him as a B minus.
0: Okay, I got him as a C. That's our furthest. That, yeah, that's a C, not a C plus. That's our furthest off from uh, from each other okay, so yeah. far. I also a gap there. It, yeah, I also uh, didn't even mention. Uh, that, that Jay drafted the only person that was on actual waivers, on real life waivers, before the NHL season started. Uh, he did, I
1: honestly didn't know that until you said so.
0: Yeah, that was uh, yeah Casey DeSmith, um, and instead he, he got in round eleven to back up uh, Matt Murray. He got waived and is currently not in the NHL. So that's, that that probably dropped him from a C plus to a C in, in for for my my quick grade scale. And that wraps up part one of the draft recap uh, for uh, the Degenerated Fantasy Hockey League. Uh, stay tuned for part two, which should come out uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Derek Bloomfield for, for uh, joining us and having that idea. And until next time, we go!